Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining today on Fearlessly Authentic. This is our fifth segment. Fifth. Who knew I had so much to say? Probably my mom because she used to say that I talked a lot <laughs> when I was growing up. But I am your host, Priscilla Flores. I want to start today by thanking everyone for showing me any kind of love, encouragement, support, feedback. It is all so greatly appreciated um, from the bottom of my heart. Just, just thank you. Um, it means a lot to me. I feel extremely humbled um, by the love that I have received. So thank you again. Um, like I said in the first segment, I do not know how um, how often I will be doing these podcasts. Um, one thing that I do know is that as long as God keeps calling me to do them, Okay, no joke. This is seriously the sixth time that I've tried to record this intro, but because Phoebe is being really loud right now. So Phoebe is my dog that you hear in the back sometimes. Sometimes she just does a little shake, you know, <clears throat> and then sometimes she's kind of whining. Sometimes she's eating. And today, right now, she's choosing right now. I don't, I don't know why, um, but to be extra loud. So a little tidbit about me. Anywho. So yes. <laughs> One thing that I know for sure is that I will continue doing these podcasts as long as God calls me to do them. Um, I know that he called me in this direction to do podcasts, to reach out to um, people, but uh, his people, um, you know, his, he says, you know, his people will, will know his voice. And um, so I hope to, to share with you all the um, encouragement and inspiration um, <clears throat> to build a, a deeper relationship with, with God. Um, so that's my goal of these podcasts. Um, but today we'll be talking about, um, being brave, strong, and courageous. Um, over the past couple of weeks, the, the word strong and courageous have been popping up everywhere. Um, I even did a webinar with Propel Women the other day, and the main focus was strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. And so um, I, I know that it's not easy to be strong and courageous for some of us. Some some people are extremely brave and just courageous, and I, I, um, I look to those people for inspiration because they are the ones that jump in without feeling the water, if it's cold or not. Uh, they are the ones who will jump from the cliff into the water without peeking over. Um, they are the ones that uh, can drive in rush hour traffic. <laughs> I hate it. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of brave people um, out there. And I think this is a great season for the human race to stand up and show their strength and courage in the different ways and different forms that it comes in. Because uh, I, I, I feel like being strong and courageous is going to be different for you than what it is for me, which is why I had invited Lori last week to share her story. Um, 
from victim to being victorious because I know that there are things in life that I have not yet experienced or probably won't ever experience that you yes you have been through and so I cannot speak to that as far as how to grow your relationship with Christ in the midst of that or how to strengthen your faith or how to even get through it um so I do plan on bringing some other people into the podcast um, to share their stories. So be on the lookout for that. Also, if you have a story that you want to share that you feel that um, you knew that God was in that moment, even if you didn't feel it in that moment, or maybe you have a great story of being an overcomer and triumphant, being triumphant, um, I, I want to hear those stories and um, if you feel comfortable and led to share even on the podcast, that would be amazing. Uh, you can reach me via email, Flores, the number three at gmail.com. Send them my way. Um, I would be so thrilled to talk to you. Okay, so first things first. Um, I think where we should start is the basics of knowing whose you are. You belong to God. You are a child of God. Uh, You are chosen. You are an heir. So I'm going to take you through Isaiah 43. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not. For I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. So we belong to God first and foremost. So that's one thing that you have to understand and be in recognition of is God, the Alpha, the Omega, the Creator, the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords. He is provider. He is comforter. He is salvation. He is perfection. He is good. He is love. So you belong to him. Um, So I want to encourage you for that. And because you belong to him, um, he holds, he holds you in the palm of his hands and his plans for you are good like a good father you know as a parent you want good for your children as a dog mom i want good for phoebe uh, but that it goes even more toward even more so like for my nieces you know i want good for them i you know we we want good for for our kids and so jeremiah 49 11 tells us that I'm sorry Jeremiah 29:11 tells us that for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future so um oh I wanted to take you through even 12 sorry then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you I will listen to you so I want you to know, you know, as a good father, he, he wants to hear you. He wants to hear your voice. He, he yearns to, to hear you. Um, so it's, it's important that you know that you can go to your father. You can um, share with him 
your prayers, your desires, your fears, um, you know, because we belong to God, we also are victorious. Um, in the in the end, in Revelation, I mean, God wins, y'all. We He wins, and because He wins, and we are His heirs, we are His children. We win too. So you also have to declare and understand and hold on to that victory because we are already victorious as children of God. And when we say victorious, we mean like victorious over the world, um, victorious over, you know, the demonic and evil spirits, victorious over the diseases that plague us. You are an heir to all his glory. And I'm going to take you to Colossians 1. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. In the kingdom of light, y'all. That's ours. That's ours that we get to inherit by, by our faith in Jesus Christ. Um so, daughter or son of the Almighty King of Peace, receive that. Receive that. Know whose you are. You, you belong to God, the creator of everything, the Alpha and Omega, the Lord of all lords. He is the King of Peace. He is love. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let that sink in for a moment, okay? That you truly are um, an heir to the kingdom of light. How beautiful is that? Uh, the second thing, though, is that we have to recognize that um, with God, we can't face fear. Um, he has told us within his word that he is with us. He goes before us. Um, he has left us the Holy Spirit as a counsel. He has come to be our helper. Um, and there are um, our verses in the Bible that I want to take you guys to as well, where he lets us know over and over again that he is with us. And so because he is with us, that means from my perspective is that, um, is that we need him. You know, I will only take my purse with me because I need my purse. I take my money with me because I need my money. I take my dog with me because I need my dog. Um, Phoebe's showing up a lot today in this podcast. Um, but we we share this this need. Um, you know, our our hearts, our our lungs, you know, everything in the body that keeps it moving. Um, it is with us. We take it with us. We don't just leave our heart um, physically speaking, you know, to go do, go for a run or something of that sort. We, we need it to function. And so I think that's why God so, so desperately wants us to know that, um, he, he is with us and he goes before us why he created us. Um, we are called to be his witnesses. And so I want to to lift you guys up and to uh, remember whose you are and that God is there. He is always there with us in our fear, in our doubts. 
I'm going to take you back to Isaiah 43, um, verse 2, right where we left off. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead, since you are precious and honored in my sight. And because I love you, I will give men in exchange for you and people in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Lead out those who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. All the nations gather together and the peoples assemble. Which of them foretold this and proclaimed to us the former things? Let them bring in their witnesses to prove they were right so that others may hear and say, it is true. You are my witness, declares the Lord. You are my servant whom I have chosen so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he before no God was formed, nor will there be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord. And apart from there is no savior. I have revealed and saved and proclaimed I and not some foreign God among you. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, that I am God. Yes, and from ancient days I am he. No one can deliver out of my hand when I act. Who can reverse it? So chapter 43, Isaiah, is one of my favorite um, really, the book of Isaiah is one of my favorite books because it gives us so much of who God is. Now, if I can jump over to Isaiah 44. But now listen, O Jacob, my servant Israel, whom I have chosen. This is what the Lord says. He who made you, who formed you in the womb, and who will help you. Do not be afraid, O Jacob, my servant. Jeshurun, whom I have chosen, for I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. One will say, I belong to the Lord. Another will call himself by the name of Jacob. Will another, still another will write on his hand, the Lord's. And we'll take the name of Israel. So I, I love the book of Isaiah. It's one of my favorite ones. It is jam-packed with um, the identity of who we are. Um, and also recognizing, you know, God's kind of setting it up for, for us. He's telling us in advance, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the one to help you. I'm going to, you're going to go through the waters. You will not, 
you know, be, be swept over. You're going to go through some flames, but you won't be burned. Um, you're going to go through some stuff, but I'm here. I'm, I'm here to help you. I will help you. I created you. Um, so it's jam packed with, with <laughs> so much, um, whose we are recognizing we need him. Also, there's so many promises in, in there, uh, from God himself. Um, and that's something that I don't take lightly. Um, because the book itself, the, the Bible is alive and it speaks in, in our time, uh, anytime really, uh, for any kind of circumstance. Okay. I'm going to call out just a few verses, um, where we recognize that, um, uh, God is, God is our helper. We can't face anything or do anything without, um, without him, you know? Okay. So Isaiah 41, 10, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Psalm 54, 4, behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. Hebrews 13, 6. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? So all of these are calling out that God is our helper. God says that he will strengthen us. And so to be strong and courageous, well, that strength has to come from God um, because our physical being, our human being can, can only take us so far. There's only so many carbs that I can eat to be able to run the marathon. Um, if I don't have God who strengthens me, um, then there's just no way of being able to, to overcome. Now, again, this does look different for some people, right? Because I want to just kind of share out, um, you know, not, not everyone is able or, or willing to run a full marathon. And I'm just saying that because I did, and I use that example and that, you know, God strengthened me because he really did, um, strengthen me. That in itself is a whole other, um, podcast of, of how God used my marathon run to, to talk to me, to, to work through me. Um, we're always in the works, I must say, but, um, in either case, um, the strength that God gives us is different, um, for everybody. Um, and it's all the same source though, is the thing is because what I may be strong in, maybe you are weakened and vice versa. What you are, uh, strong in, I am weakened. And it is in those moments that God strengthens us. Same source, right? Same source. It's all God. Um, but I, I wanted, I wanted to, to share that. Anywho, so it is God who strengthens us. So we need to seek him through his word, um, looking for um, for revelations when we're in there. Um, it's the word that will encourage us to continue on the day. It is the word that will, um, uh, the, the word is, is our fuel to, um, to sustain, to be able to continue, um, through the fear, uh, because it's, it's got that strengthens us in that and builds that courage in order to, uh, stand and face fear alone. One time I was, it was, um, it was dark. It was probably about 11 
1.45ish, almost midnight, and I was leaving an apartment complex. And from the apartment to the walk to my car, I felt this eerie feeling. Um, the walk wasn't extremely far, but it was. it's a little walk. And um, I, I felt this overcoming... Um, overwhelming, sorry, feeling a, a fear. And I felt, um, just, just not good. Like something bad was going to happen. Well, um, I just started declaring out loud, like I am a daughter of the King. Um, God is for me. I am his, I belong to the Lord God. I am your vessel. Um, and within, as I'm praying that I hear gunshots and I kind of jump in, in the fear and I started uh, shaking. I made it to my car and I jump in. Well, as I get into my car, I notice that kind of catty corner to me um, by the dumpsters, dumpsters, there was um, a truck filled with three men. And I don't know what they were doing um, or if they had anything to do with the gunshots that I had just heard. But again, fear took over me. And I am sitting in my car again, still praying like, Lord, I don't know what to do because right now I just want to sit in my car and cry. What do I do? And it was either I, one, sit in the car and wait for something to happen or two, find some strength and courage to be able to start my car and just drive on out of there um, because I was going to have to pass this truck. And um, I took a deep breath, started the car and, um, took off by God's mercy. Nothing happened to me. Um, I made it home safely. I did have, um, you know, quite a bit of anxiety driving, driving home. Um, but I was able to kind of share that story a couple nights later in, um, the, the Bible study I was leading the armor of God. And <clears throat> one, one person shouted out like, yeah, well, maybe next time, you know, you don't go to your car that late at night or be leaving that place, you know, that late or whatever, so, something to that effect. And I stopped and I said, oh, no, <laughs> oh, no. Um, the fact is, is that I cannot allow fear to dictate where I will go or where I will not go. Um, God goes with me. And if God wants to use my life or if I'm going to give up God's my life to God, then, um, I have to understand that, uh, fear cannot hinder me into doing anything. Um, I know whose I am. I know who goes with me. I know who goes before me. God already knew I was going to be scared and frightened. Just like God already knew that they were going to, or that person was going to, um, make that comment. Um, yeah, so God already set it up. I feel like it was maybe a test for me or maybe just um, <laughs> uh, something that I had to go through in order to share that experience in that moment as we were discussing, talking about the armor of God and the spiritual battle and the warfare that's going on. Um, whole other podcast, we'll get into that another time. But, you know, here's here's the thing is that I know who goes before me. That, that's one thing that I've, I've kind of proclaimed that um, I know that God was with me in that moment. I know that God strengthened me and I know that, um, you know, I, I faced a fear to be able to stand there and pray out loud into the middle of the, the, the nowhere, but in this apartment complex, you know, anyone could have heard me and if they did, they 
maybe thought I was nuts or crazy, but I, I know what I felt. And so instantly with me calling upon God and declaring who I am and whose I am, that I am his, you know, and if, if something bad were to happen to me, then I have to um, put my trust that God will use what the enemy meant to harm me into good and for his glory and for ultimately for my good. And, um, but God's by God's mercy, grace, you know, nothing did happen to me, but it was, it was something that was fearful for me where I felt that I was able to stand up against fear. Um, and if you have a story like that, or if you have a, an even better story than mine, then, uh, by all means, please reach out to me. Um, you know, facing our fears isn't, isn't easy, but I think that it makes us stronger we, when we can share and proclaim, you know, us standing in the, in the face of fear, you know, kind of like, hey, I was able to stand up against fear and not let it paralyze me. And it's knowing that I can face it and I can face it confidently knowing that God is even with me in that moment. Um, and if God is for me, then what can stand against me? So another thing is that you, you have to trust his promises. You have to trust him. Um, Psalm 91, this is a, a scripture that I've been really clinging to in this season. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Um, you know, when, when I started feeling the panic, Psalm 91 came to me. I don't remember exactly how I got it, but, um, that's exactly how I felt is I just wanted to run into the shelter of the most high and rest in the shadow of the almighty. Um, he is my refuge and he is my fortress. He is my God in whom I trust. And so because I trust him, you, um, I also had to acknowledge the different promises that he has made to me um and for me and they're not just to me and for me but they are to you and they are for you as well um but uh it does help when you say this promise is for me sometimes in my bible what i will do i i kind of change it that um priscilla will call upon him or me right so god's talking to me priscilla will call upon me and i will answer her i will be with her in trouble i will deliver her and honor her with a long life will i satisfy her and show her my salvation but yeah so again calls for us to to make declaration of his promises so i'm going to kind of do like a rapid fire of um scriptures of promises that god has left for you and i Okay, so some verses from the Bible um, that proclaim God's promises for us. Exodus 14, 14, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. So that lets us know that he will fight for us. Um, Isaiah 40, 29, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. So he gives us strength and increases the power um, of the weak. So that is a promise from him. We have Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right 
hand. That's like jam-packed with promises. Uh, number one, it's a promise that he is with us. Number two, promises that he is our God. Number three, he will strengthen us. Four, he will help us. Um, and number five, he will uphold us to his righteous right hand. Wow, we're so unworthy. Isaiah 41, 13, for I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. So he, again, he tells us, I will help you. It just kind of comes to my head, you know, when um, you're trying to tell like a, a kid or a toddler, um, they're trying to do something and they're doing it the wrong way. And you're like, hey, let me help you. Hey, let me help you. And they're like, no, 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 I want to do it. Oh, it reminded me of my, my niece, um, um, Elysia, because now she's in the age where she wants to be a little bit more independent. And so anytime, you know, we, we do try to help her, a lot of the times it's, you know, now and crying. Anywho, so that's what that reminded me of because God's trying to tell us, like, I will help you. <laughs> okay, Isaiah 43, 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Um, Isaiah 54, 10. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. So um, it, right there, his love is unfailing it cannot be shaken uh, another promise is that he gives us peace um the covenant of peace uh, nor my covenant of peace be removed so he will not be removing peace from us um says the lord who has compassion he has compassion for us um let's see there's a few more i wanted to to touch on james 1 5 if any of you lack wisdom you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. So that's another promise is that if we are coming to ask God uh, for wisdom, he is generous. He is sweet. He is nice and he wants to give it to us. So, um, excuse me, another promise that it will be given to us. Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord himself goes before you. And will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Um, another promise that he goes before us. He is with us. And he will not leave us nor forsake us. And we have John 3. I'm sorry. John 8, 36. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. That is a promise. So we are free. We are free. We don't have to... Um, be slaves to fear and the last and um most beautiful promise uh john three sixteen. for god so loved the world that he gave his only his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life so that is a promise guys that if we believe in Jesus that he is the king that he died for our sins and was resurrected on the third day and now sits with the father in the right hand you know um he he promises that we will have eternal life which kind of goes into the living without fear um when I I received a question a couple months ago I think when it the pandemic first started coming around um, like word of the pandemic started coming closer to, to, 
uh, Texas, um, someone asked me, um, do you, do you fear, um, uh, dying? And I, I, and it was an IM, so I put LOL, <laughs> uh, no, dot, 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 because I will not ever die. So physically I may die. We, we die daily. Um, but I, I live eternally. My soul's going to carry on forever. So it, it kind of gives like this invincible feeling that no matter what does come against me, God is for me. He is with me. He goes before me. He is, um, next to me. He is behind me. He is my helper. He has said that he will help me. Um, we only need to just be open to receive his help, um, open to receive his strength and open to receive the courage that comes from that. Um, but guys, uh, the reason why God wants us to be strong and courageous is because we've, we've got a job to do. We are called to be his servants. We are called to proclaim his good news, um, to the entire world, um, to save the oppressed, to be, um, to feed the hungry, to, um, show love to our neighbors, um, to give freely. So there's, there's so many things that, um, or areas that we could be, um, strong and courageous. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was Paul encouraging us to, to continue spreading the, the word to spread the gospel to those who do not know, uh, the Lord. Um, you know, one thing we also have to do is, is be sure that we are putting on our armor, um, and walking with that, uh, we can take it to scripture. Second Timothy one seven. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self discipline. Verse eight. So do not be ashamed to testify about our Lord, or ashamed of me, his prisoner. But join me with in suffering for the gospel, by the power of God. Um, Ephesians 6.10, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Um, pause there, meaning whatever's happening is is greater and, and more than just what our current situation looks like therefore verse 13 therefore put on the full armor of god so that when the devil the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist that is the word of god the breastplate of righteousness in place our lord jesus and with your feet Fit it with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Jesus left peace with us. Peace be with us. Verse 16, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the word of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints.
the Bible also teaches us that uh, the only thing that we should fear is um, to fear the Lord. And there's there's blessing behind even the fear of the Lord. Psalm 112, verse 1, praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who finds great delight in his commands. His children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for the gracious and compassionate and righteous man. Good will come to him who is generous and lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be remembered forever. He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is secure. He will have no fear. In the end, he will look in triumph on his foes. He has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be lifted high in honor. The wicked man will see and be vexed. He will gnash his teeth and waste away. The longings of the wicked will come to nothing. Wow, guys. Um, yeah, so I know I know God is calling several of us, all of us, um, as Christians to to rise up in um to to be who the who we were created to be, um, you know, who generously gives and lends freely. You know, we are called to be the light. Um, we are blessed and he will find favor upon us if we continue to be obedient in what, in those actions that he has called us to, to do and, and to, to proclaim. I'm going to take you on over into first, there's first Thessalonians, verse three, two through four. We sent Timothy, who is our brother and God's fellow worker in spreading the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you in your faith so that no one would be unsettled by these trials. You know quite well that we were destined for them. These are the moments that we were called for. You were born in this time frame, in this era, in this small little glimpse of time in this small little fraction of time um for for this moment to to rise up um again first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 5 through 11 you are all sons of the light remember in the beginning we said we we're heirs of the kingdom of light verse 5 um you are all sons of the light and sons of the day we do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be alert and self-controlled. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting in faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as, in fact, you are doing. Um, so this is this is what we're called to, to do in this time, to encourage our brothers and sisters to lift each other up. Pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make 
known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in change, pray, chains, pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that just right there. Fearlessly authentic, guys, to be able to stand confidently in that fear, knowing that, um, you know, God's going to be with you. Some practical things that um, I'll share with you guys that you can do is, um, you know, just be sure that you are in the word. You know, it says to meditate on the word um, and that's how we'll get our strength. Um, so be in the word and not meditating on the media. Um, the media is something that we can't trust. Um, John four twenty four says, God is spirit. And his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. Um, so meditate on the um, on the truth, which is the word of God. Um, media cannot be trusted. Therefore, you know, don't put all your, your faith and your trust in media, let alone even, you know, the government. Don't put your trust and faith into the government to bail you out, to help you out. Um, because the fact of the matter is, is that God can use the government. God can use media to give you information, to give you help, but ultimately God is the source of which your help comes from, from where your strength comes from, um, to be a light to people. So, um, I challenge any of my Christian friends, my brothers, my sisters, wherever you are on your walk, you know, let's rise up, let's rise up. Um, and if you're, if you're, um, if you're kind of newer onto the Christian walk, um, that's okay too. You are also called to be strong and courageous. And maybe for you being strong and courageous means reaching out to um, a fellow Christian who may be further along on their walk for guidance and for support. Um, you know, we're, we're here to build each other up and, and that that's everyone. Um, this isn't a kingdom where the rich just keep getting richer and the poor keep getting poorer. This is, um, this is an equal level, equal level playing field for, for everyone, for everyone. All these promises, all the scripture that was read out today is not just for me, but it's for you. Um, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and go into prayer. So if you would, um, bow your head, close your eyes, unless you are driving and you're not able to, that's okay. Just listen to my words and hopefully they land on you praying that they do. Father God, my God, my father, my creator, you are the king of all kings, yet you choose, you choose us, Lord. Thank you for creating me for this time. Father, thank you for setting me um, into, into life when you did. Lord, thank you for this platform that you have created to have the opportunity to share the good news that you are for us in the fear, that you are for us in the unknown, in the, in the times that we're scared, Lord. There's so many things happening around the world that we can't make sense of, but you know because you are in full control, God. I ask that you would be with us in the fear and remind us of all the promises, Father. I pray if there's anyone who is facing a fear in this moment, God, that you would show them 
give them a sign, give them a vision, Lord, of the times that you have been there to help, the times that you have been there as helper, the times that you have been there as provider, the times that you have been there as comforter. And may those moments, Father, give us the strength and courage to face our fear confidently, knowing that you are there in the midst with us. I pray for those that are paralyzed in fear, Father, that you would breathe new life into them, that the message today would give them hope, that it would bring up their spirits, Lord Jesus, to rise up, Father, from the dust, that the dry bones would be awakened, that there would be an awakening in the spirit, Father. Lord Jesus, thank you for today and for the breath of life that we have. I ask that you would continue to be a light into the path. Show us direction, Father. Let us know that we are to put our trust in you, Lord Jesus, that you are the source for all things good, Father, for all things in this world. I lift up the listeners today, Father God, and pray just an extra blessing upon them. I pray for your stories to be heard, Father. I pray for your testimonies to go from all the ends of the world, Lord, that we would be witnesses, that we would proclaim the good news that you have been there with us. I pray for Christians, Father God, who are maybe in a season of slumber, that they would be awakened and that they would rise up to be the, the person that you have created them to be, to, to fulfill the purpose that we are called to fulfill, Father. And may we continue to walk without fear hindering us, Lord, from opening our mouth and proclaiming who you are, whose we are. Thank you for calling me to be a child and welcoming me into your kingdom, Father. Lord Jesus, I ask these things by your powerful and precious, your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, guys, that's all that I got for you today. Um, today's a little bit longer, but um, hopefully you guys feel inspired. Um, again, please feel free to reach out to me for any type of stories, uh, love, feedback, encouragement. I, I receive it all. Um, my email address is prisflores3 at gmail.com. Hope is just a prayer way, and you are listening to Fearlessly Authentic. Y'all have a great day.